You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. In 2020, they were... 59th. They would have gone. He would have gone every single year. If it was a 96-team field, yes. Every single year, Penny would have gone. You can't 20, say the same. 20, for... 21, he was 31. I mean, he, he was in. According to Kim Palm. Yeah. Yeah, you just don't have enough. It's a bubble. It's kind of crazy that Memphis didn't get in as a 30. Oh, they got hosed. As, a lot of people, as 31. A lot of people thought they should have been. Yeah. Yeah, kind of crazy. Well, then the Kim Palm thing obviously has its, its things. Sure, sure. I think the point remains, like, you know, like, Penny has done markedly better than Tubby. Absolutely. I mean, and, and people will people will try to like you know the bad actors will try to compare the two. There is no comparing the no. two. The, not close. Not even like in the same universe. recruiting attendance on the floor. Yeah, there is no comparison. And then and and you know Josh made four NCAA tournaments there at the beginning, right? Um, but he did it in a conference USA that was really saturated. And he was riding the the tailwinds of the John Calipari right. era. Got to keep Will Coleman. Yeah, I mean <laughs> you know? that's the, the you know the, he, Pitty took a job where it was really really down, you yeah. know, and um and and he's done a good job uh, overall restoring it. He was right. right to take the job though. I mean, in in because it's not a job that people really wanted. You know? Oh, it's a good thing. He, yeah, it's a good thing he did it. You know, who knows where you know who Memphis would have ended up with. You know, everybody always wants to say Steve Forbes, but Steve Forbes was never contacted. He wasn't contacted in 2016 when they hired Tubby Smith. I mean, he they didn't really contact anybody uh, when they hired Penny Hardaway. They just went with Penny, and and it was pretty understood at that point. But anyway, uh, that's what it, I think it looks like. We'll talk to Jeff Calkins, get his thoughts on that uh, and more at 125. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm Turner Fam. Yes, we really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Yeah. 
Jeff Coggins is going to join us at 125. We will talk to him about Penny Hardaway, about the University of Memphis, contract extensions, things along those lines. Jeff Coggins is, after all, who they want. That's what I'm told. Who they want. Who they want. Who they He's a wordsmith. Want. Um, unlike few others, right? <laughs> For real. Um, right. We have some news on Imani Bates. I don't know if you heard this, saw this. But uh, you remember Monty Bates was charged with that felony gun charge. Yeah. yeah that felony gun charge. There was charge. a gun in a car that he happened to be driving, right? Could, that stolen? did not belong to his, right? Yeah. Mm. I don't. It was. I don't think the car was stolen. I think the the, the gu- weapon. The gun had like the you know the serial number oh, you know yeah, scratched yeah. off yeah. or whatever, which yes would suggest that it is not you know not the, of of person. Correct. Uh, those charges are set to be dismissed. Next week, according to uh, his attorney, that's what his attorney told ESPN, said Thursday that Bates is in the process of being reinstated by the university, the athletic department, and the president. He had been spent the last three weeks pending the resolution of these felony charges. Uh, Imani Bates has negotiated a plea deal with the Washtenaw County Prosecutor's Office in exchange for the dismissal of all felony charges. Bates is expected to plead to one misdemeanor count of attempted illegal transportation of a weapon, it will be entirely dismissed upon completion of a misdemeanor diversion program. Uh, Eastern Michigan released a statement, uh, said, Eastern Michigan University Department of Athletics has received notification that there is an agreement between the Washtenaw County Prosecutor's Office and the Monty-based defense team that would result in the felony charges being dismissed in accordance with EMU athletics policies. Mr. Bates is immediately reinstated to all athletic and campus activities. So, um, yeah, it's 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 quite the, you know, it's quite the story here. Uh, I don't I don't think you know based on the facts of the case that we could have expected much different, right? right? Yeah, it wasn't like it was his car. It wasn't like it was his weapon. So they alluded to this as soon as the story came out that yes. the truth will come out. You know? Yes, and and. Uh, you know, of course, Eastern Michigan says, yes, oh, yes. Uh, as a matter of fact, we've just amended our policies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he can return immediately. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I, yeah. That is a curious case there. Like, part of me does not think he's going to play, you know? I think he's going to play. I just think that if You really think that we're going to tune into an ESPN Plus? Like, this is going to be on ESPN Plus. This is the guy that was on like Sports Memphis. Illustrated. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. I mean, Memphis has an egg conference deal, though. Yeah. I mean, they you know they have to get they have to get on ESPN Plus. That's to where they that's, where, that's a, where they play, John. I'm that's just, under just Tubby. Under Tubby, that's where they yeah, were. All right. That's true. Uh, but like, okay, fine. Memphis will be on ESPN though, right? They'll be on. Yeah, it, they've th- got several CBS. national games this year, and to, it, including two on CBS with Houston. Imani Bates is going to be on ESPN Plus every night. <laughs> yes, that that is true. Right? I wasn't trying to hate. I was just you know. Well, don't be bringing facts in here, man. Okay. All right? Yeah, because yeah. because I'm tr- I, you're right. <laughs> no, you, but Imani he strictly has a he has a an exclusive deal with ESPN Plus. Bro is going to be the face of ESPN Plus. <laughs> you know, like bro. when you sign up, ninety nine ninety nine, <laughs> it's going to be Imani Bates in an Eastern it's true. Michigan. It's uh, true. You, like that's why they need him to play. Is he really going to do that? Like I, I don't yeah. know. Like it's just it's they just, need him to play. It's just oh, they certainly need it. Yeah. But does he? Is the question? Oh, I think you need to sh- show up because if you don't, I don't think you're going to get drafted. I think he probably hopes he's going to get at least drafted in the second round just by participating this year. No, I just I feel like his reputation has already taken such a hit. If he were, if it were today, let's fast forward and say he doesn't play. Mm-hmm. Somebody take a flyer on him. I think. Well, I mean. What you're weighing there is, does he go to Eastern Michigan and become the player he was supposed to be at Memphis, or does he go to Eastern Michigan and like just kind of 
middle through the season. And, you know, does he, like, miss games because of a biomedical back injury, blah, blah, blah. You can't have that. You know, I think that's closer to what it will look like. If I were betting it, I would certainly bet that Imani Bates does not play the full season, that uh, he'll have uh, quote-unquote injury issues, and it will not go as well as as you know he thinks it will. I mean, I just don't, I don't, I don't believe that this is a situation that is built and, and positioned for great success. I, I think Imani Bates got a a real wake up call. Uh, and look, I was one, by the way, who thought it could have worked under a certain set of circumstances at Memphis in a sophomore season. Um, and I, and I, and I, and, and look, Penny will not ever say this because it doesn't matter anymore. I think Penny believed that. Yeah. I think Penny believed that that it would have worked. They could have used Imani Bates this season. Here's what here's what I'll say because I I had forgotten what his stats were. He played 18 games. Yep. He, he really averaged almost 10 points a game, 9.7. Yep. So he's a 10-point-per-game scorer at Memphis. Yep. As a, as a 17-year-old, 18-year-old. As much younger kid than everybody else. Yeah. And still figuring it out and yes. some really rough games in there. Out of position, et cetera. Screwed up role. And, I, and he shot in the mid-30s and from three, correct? Yes. What did he shoot from three? 32.9. Okay, like that's actually not that bad. Four, on the floor, he was almost 40%, 38.6. Like, don't tell me that Memphis could not have used this kid. Now, I know that it, it, it became obvious that it was not going to work um, because, you know, I think there was a discussion where there was some disagreement and, 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 and everybody was not on the same page. Right. Right, and that's what it would have required. You would have had N in it, and then you got added layer of Elgin. Elgin, look, Elgin messed this up for Imani. There's no question about it. With Memphis, with a lot of other things, and 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 what this situation really needed was some humility from him. Um, You know, this has never been about Imani. Imani, Imani, by all accounts, good teammate. Remember, he you know bought everybody some some nil deal. He got him some stuff and stuff. So you know, it's never been about Imani the kid. It's been about you know, sort of what his father sort of gaslighting him and 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 really not um, looking out for his best interest because rather than coming back to Memphis for a sophomore season where he could grow and and I think be a starter on this team, he would have been. He's now at Eastern Michigan where nobody's going to see him play and 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 nobody cares that he's picking up you know felony charges. I mean, it's just it's, there's there he he was failed here. What do you and, think? And he'll, I, what do you think he'll do? I mean, like I said, I think he'll. Miss several games because of injury. I think he'll middle through the season and he'll just get to the finish line. And and uh, there will never at any point, I don't think, be a, a a story. Imani Bates revived his career at Eastern Michigan. That story ain't happening. I that ain't happening. He ain't going to Eastern Michigan and averaging nineteen a game. I just don't see it. And I just don't think it's. I don't think it's completely. Uh, I, I don't think it's completely. You know. I don't know. We talk about situations where you're set up to succeed. I just don't feel like this is that one. Do you think he'd have been set up more if he would have came back to Memphis? Absolutely. Because, A, it would have meant that everybody was on the same page about role, about development, about growth, about being a team, being part of a team, being part of a winning situation. Because now he's going to go to Eastern Michigan, and you already know how that's going to go. Everything is going to be about Imani Bates. It's going to be the Imani Bates show. It's going to be about everything tailored towards him. It's going to be, you know, Elgin in on practice. He's going to walk all over Stan Heath. You're right? Why, why? Yeah. I mean, Stan Heath don't get players like that. He don't. What's he going to do? What's he going to say? 
No, I think if you're Amani, first of all, you have, dad's got to stay home, period. Like, you got to get him out of there. I do think there's a scenario, though. Oh, if, I mean. If, if he is healthy yeah. and he doesn't go through the drama with the wild back random stuff and, you know, all that, yeah. that he averages 20 and 10. I mean, that's, I mean, it's a it's a crap conference. You're the ball needs to run through you. Like you, you just played at Memphis and averaged ten. Yeah, why not? No, I mean, I the 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 competition will be much worse. There's yeah. no doubt about that. But I just, I don't know, man. I I just feel like for his career, what's what would be better in the eyes of NBA teams? Is it going to, uh, you know, Imani Bates, Eastern Michigan University, right? Or is it is it assimilating into a team concept? Accepting what your role is, yeah. playing within the context, the framework of a team, excelling in that role, right. winning, learning, winning habits. Yeah, what's better? What if I'm an NBA team? What do I want? Do I want? Do I want this kid that you know is 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 you know going on going crazy at Eastern Michigan on 40 shots a night, and it won't be 40 shots a night, but you get where I'm going. Yeah, or do I want the kid that maybe averages only 12 but shoots 36 percent and makes winning plays and has the athleticism and that ability? I'm going to go with the, the the latter every single time. I'm just telling you, like, I don't think the Grizzlies will draft him. Even if the Grizzlies have a second-round pick, they're not going to draft him because of the way the organization – They first of all, they sign four-year players typically. Even if they don't draft him, that's their free agent signings. That's who they're drafting this – you know, in the second round, sometimes they'll take a you know a third-year player like a Laravia. Yep. But generally, it's an older, sort of mature player, Wake Forest or whatever. Chris Wallace used to draft these guys like like they oh, were no, on. This would be like, a Chris. No, this Wallace is a Chris special. Wallace special yeah. right here because it's like it, anytime you have five star and you pl- you are an elite high school prospect, especially if your stock dips mm-hmm. like this has Chris Wallace now so there's going to be an organization I don't know if it's Houston mm-hmm. or if it's Sacramento or somebody I'm telling you man it doesn't matter what he puts up at Eastern Michigan he can put 20 and 10 they're just going to go man did you he was a former five star you know and he's available at 52 you know that's what's uh, going to happen mean, like somebody take a flyer on him I have no doubt about that but I just I just feel like it would have been better for his career to do it at a place where the coach actually believes in him wants him to succeed you want to talk about pro development part of being a pro is you know managing y- y- your own expectations it's it's uh it's 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 being a pro it's it's accepting your role it's you know because how many guys are there in the nba right like i was watching last night and the perfect example of this oh and don't ask me why because i'm not getting into it but i was watching king's sons in the preseason oh, i was watching the bucks game okay, okay i missed this one and and you know who the last guy to get in uh the game was who it was quinn cook quinn yeah, cook okay. who has played for duke? the lakers he was at duke yeah, yeah he was at uh he played with golden state okay you know there's always a role for you that that's a guy and he and he got cut today unfortunately oh. but you know what like he'll 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 latch on somewhere dude this is i, I watched the bucks game it was javante carter grizzlies brought yeah, him javon in. carter yeah. yeah javon carter yeah, like, and he's a real player now for that team. Like, he's a rotation player for the Bucks. My yep. point is, I do think some of these NBA teams have changed because it used to be five, ten years ago, like, Amani Bates was a lock even if, if it was crap in college. Like, for sure. I do get the sense that, like, if you do what Bates is doing, you're, you're definitely not going to go in the first round. Yep. But, like, 
I think Fran, there's less of an opportunity, yep. especially with the G League, right? Because you can see what's going to happen. He'll probably, you know, sign a summer league free agent deal. He'll be in camp. He'll he'll probably you'll probably see this dude in summer. You'll see this. You'll see Imani Bates next summer in Vegas. Depending on depending on sort of how it goes, but you know, another guy they were talking about last night on the Kings game was Alex Lynn. Now you don't think of Alex Lynn as this great NBA player, you know, uh, didn't he almost get dunked on yeah. by Jod? Yeah. Wasn't he one of the bodies well, that Jod He was the one that caught him, yeah. I think so. I think Alex I Lynn so. was. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that was the dude, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they were talking. There's some, the, the body count is stacking up at this point. It is. And they were and they were talking about how Alex Lynn is really, like, not anything special, but, but he's a good customer. He shows up to work. He does what he's asked to do. He knows what he's supposed to do. And he's seven foot tall. So, therefore, he has figured it out. Right, he is going to have a job in the NBA for his entire career because he checks all those boxes. He's not super talented. He's not ever going to score 18 points a game in the NBA, but he's always going to have a job because he knows how to be a pro. And I think that is more important for a guy like Imani Bates at this stage, at this stage in his career. And is he going to figure that out and learn that at Eastern Michigan? Well, yeah, I think the answer is probably not because it's going to be cater. It's going to be the Imani world and the Imani show. And I just don't think for the – and look, it was a decision that was facilitated by his dad. Nobody wanted Imani Bates. Right. Michigan didn't want Imani Bates. Michigan State didn't want Imani Bates. They knew the baggage. Yeah, the, because they knew what was coming with him. Um, and so I just I, – I, I hope for, for Imani that he does have a great year, and I hope that he goes on to be a, a, a good NBA basketball player. But there are certainly some things that are working against him. Now, speaking of the NBA, real quick before we get to Jeff here uh, – Zach Lowe did his league pass rankings. He's in the process of doing nice. these. He's done now. And the Memphis Grizzlies are third on his league pass list. I hey. want to say this is the highest that the Grizzlies have ever been in anybody's league pass list, right? I don't, I don't think I remember them being that high. Even when the grit and grind years were going on, nobody was trying to watch him on league pass, okay? Nobody was trying to watch that. No. Nobody wanted to see that. That was, that, was, that was like torture, right? Well, it's like... Death by a thousand little little needles, man. That's exactly right. It's like watching a boa constrictor, you know, yeah, like with a mouse. Sideways court stuff. Uh, slow. This is what he writes about ja, uh, about the Grizzlies. John ja Morant's the new league pass superstar. He's a hellacious rim attacker, cocking him back and hammering pain onto larger humans. He jumped over and through Malik Beasley for the highlight of the season. There is nothing fake about the Grizzlies' puffed chest arrogance. They do not conceive of themselves as the little guy challenging Goliath. Trash talking LeBron James is not for them. Unearned pluck. They believe they are Goliath now. Morant could chase points, dominate the ball, hunt the spectacular. Instead, he brings teammates with him, empowers them, uses the attention he draws to create shots for them. Morant is a whip-smart cutter, willing to cut as a decoy. He slows down in transition, knowing trailers come open in his wake. Desmond Bain has borderline Ray Allen-level precision in his jumper. Remember when Steven Adams carried Tony Bradley away from an altercation as if you were about to take Bradley to Suplex City? What a legend. The young guys will get chances filling in for Jaron and departed veterans. I give it two games before an opposing announcer expresses shock at John Conchar's leaping ability. Um, it's good. Yeah, so uh, there you have it. Who is, uh, who's ahead of him, if I might uh, ask? Is, did, 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 do we have the? I, I'm putting you on the spot. I'm sorry. No, it's, uh. it's Golden State and it's the Brooklyn Nets. Those are the two teams that are. Ahead I will of them. say, not to to go. I, the, first of all, I'm excited. The Grizzlies are number three. That's a hell of a did, ranking. Did you see the Nets at all last night? Uh, I did not watch the Nets game. I did not. Ben watch Simmons, that. if he comes to play, I forgot that he's a good player. 
Like when he like last night he was on Giannis. Mm-hmm. It was actually it was good league pass stuff last night. Yeah, no, I mean I I mean the Nets are a fair answer just because of the potential you know chaos it could be yeah. as well. I guess those are the two you'd put ahead of the Grizz. Yeah, I mean I think that's totally fair. The rest we kind of know about, right? I mean Golden yeah. State probably bonds up the rankings now because of the Draymond stuff. You're like, that's what's going to happen there? Yeah. So anyway, that's uh, that's up at ESPN.com. Jeff Calkins is going to join us on the other side. We will talk to him about Penny Hardaway's contract. He's Jeff Calkins. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time: baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. He's the sports comments the Daily Memphian host the Jeff Calkins Show. Right here on Audi Turn FM ESPN. He joins us every Thursday. It's just you and me, buddy. That's too bad. I miss Jason already. Mono e mano. No one's going to save you now. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. What's the topic? What's the topic? Oh, yeah. Uh, Topics. Uh, Let's see. Uh, How about, okay, let's start with Penny Hardaway's uh, contract. Yes, sir. Is that a good topic to start with? Uh, It seems to me that everything's been said about that contract, but sure. Should we talk about, I feel like Penny Hardaway, here's a nice spin on it. I feel like Penny Hardaway's contract and and the raises that come with every year annualized are not outpacing inflation. <laughs> you wanted to talk about that from inflation coming in hot. Yeah, and yet again, another just a abysmal <laughs> CPI print. But it's, I, I, it's funny. I, I got a uh, someone after, after I wrote a column, uh, supportive, of course, of this new contract. Someone tweeted me and said, "These contracts are stupid. You know, can't believe they give these extensions. Whatever." And I and uh, and I said, "Well." 
Yeah, I, I don't believe that. It, and it is weird what people hear, because then there was one listener to say, he said, you, you, uh, Ryan Silverfield gets an extension and you say nothing. Penny Hardaway gets an extension and you rip it. And I'm like, I, I didn't rip it. I was pushing back against anyone who said that this was a stupid extension. And I get, here's the argument. The argument would be, generally speaking, these ridiculously long contracts for coaches are stupid. Because you know what they do? They bind the school to pay the coach if the coach sucks. Uh, like, like in Nebraska recently, or like, you know, you name it, just look around anywhere. Like in, uh, uh, who just got fired? Oh, Wisconsin, Wisconsin. Maybe it's a huge buyout, right? What's that? So they, 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 they obligate the school, but they don't really obligate the coach. The coach, you know, Mike Norvell got a contract extension. Justin Schwartz, they got a contract extension, doesn't keep them at all. So why are we giving them these extensions other than their agents ask for them and they supposedly have to tell recruits I'm going to be here for six years? It is ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And so generally speaking, these contracts are stupid. You should not have to give a coach, Jimbo Fisher, you know, a, a lifetime deal. It's ridiculous. Well, that wasn't an extension. But, I mean, that was just a contract. But in this instance, in this instance, well, they, they first the original deal with Jimbo wasn't an original deal, and then it was an extension. They've done both. Uh, but in this instance, it's not stupid at all because Penny isn't going anywhere else. He's not. It, it's not just binding one way and not the other way. Penny's not going to use this to leverage or whatever else or to get out of here. Or want, you know, he's just not. And as you pointed out, he's never going to get fired. Penny Hardaway um, is never going to get fired by the University of Memphis. I, I, I agree with that. It will, he will either, well, first of all, you could say, well, Scott Frost got fired. Scott Frost was the you know, favorite son, came back to Nebraska. But Scott Frost, from the word go, sucked. Yep. More than anyone has ever sucked before. Yep. And Penny is at the very least decent. You know, good. He's, 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 yeah, he's, and I think Penny Hardaway is closer to good than decent. But yes. Yeah, but, but either way, not a baseline, close to soft, yes. Right? But not anywhere close to, I mean, he's a dramatic improvement on the person that he's succeeded. Correct. Right? He's dramatically better than Tubby. So he's an upgrade, very clearly. Um, so, so for all kinds of reasons, this, and, and then beyond that, it's cheap. It is, it's, GP, it's, a, it's a good as, deal. As GP pointed out, at the end of this deal, he's making $3 million. Mm-hmm. After 10 years of being the Memphis coach, he's making $3 million. Tubby was making 2.9 his last year. So as you talk about keeping up with inflation and in wild inflation college sports salaries, Tubby's getting 2.9 his last year. Ten years later, Penny's getting three. Well, and Tubby Smith's average over the course of the contract was three million dollars. So yeah, yeah. And, and it's crazy. And then you and you have uh, he's he, right now this coming year he will be making less than half of what Rick Barnes makes. Well, what Rick I Barnes what, what belly flopped again in the NCAA tournament last year. What I pointed out was that Josh Pastor in his last deal with Memphis was making 2.65 million. It's going to take to get Penny getting to year three of his current contract to get to over that, and that's not even adjusting for inflation. So really, he will never be making more than Josh Pastor was making at in 2016 because of inflation. You're all so big on the economy now, man. Well, no, it's, it's, is, it, is it not? How is, I, how is Penny ever going to afford a freaking gallon of gas, you know? Yeah, a gallon really? of milk. Um, no, I mean all that's true. No, I mean, I it, it, it's it's just it's just part of the it's just it just paints a picture, man. 
You know, I'm not telling great, you. It's a great contract. It is a great contract for the University of Memphis. A great contract. Well, and, I, and I also think it shows, like, you know, it's it's not Penny's main motivation. Look, he's making two point six million. Two point six million. He's not doing it for free, but right. you know, I I still think he's like, you know, look, I'm just trying to win. And here's the question: Do you think? I mean, I had a whole bunch of questions on this. One was, and I asked you this before: What does success look like? But let me ask you a different question: Do you believe? Let's see. It goes through uh, April of 28. Do you believe in March of 28, Penny will be the Memphis Tiger basketball coach? I do. Yeah, wow. I do. I mean, you if, know. If he does, now, Zach Curlin lasted like 27 years or something. On, but, like, uh, like I'm in this, and it's under the, like, if you tell me right now that. In the modern era, Larry, Larry was 11 years, honestly. So, Larry, he will have been one year. If, if, if that's it and then he's done, he will have been one year short of Larry. If you, if you tell me that it sort of the trajectory sort of stays kind of like on this pace, right, like NCAA tournaments, you know, it's relatively uh, routinely and he's still getting players and, like, it hasn't gone disastrously, yeah, I think he'll definitely be here. He'll definitely he'll only walk away if it gets to be really, really, really bad. Right. Uh, well, and he could also. I mean, you know, the old he could he could he could win a championship and, and retire. He could. I think Penny uh, would want to like, go to an NBA. He could go to an NBA team. He could. Uh, here, I mean, there's all kinds. Here's of what would happen if Memphis yeah, ever won a championship. Could be hit by a truck. You know, he could be well, out yeah, of the well, I, yes. by lightning. I'm, I'm not vouching for, uh, you know, uh, those I, events. I, I said all variables. Hey, will he be coach in 28? You said yeah. <laughs> I didn't think you were talking about, like, was he going to get hit by a drug, dude? I mean, I don't know. But, like, I feel like this is what would happen if Penny Hardaway won a championship. Penny Hardaway would get on the microphone on Bill Street, okay? I'm, saying, I'm coming back. And he would say, let's run it back, Memphis! <laughs> I think that's exactly right. You know, that is he Penny. Would, he would not walk out on top. Hell no. That is not ever. That is not his No. Thing. He's going to want to bask in it, buddy. You know? And there's nothing There's nothing greater than, like, let's run it back. Let's win it again. <laughs> you know? That's what I want. I want, him, I want him to win a champion just so I can hear Penny say, let's run it back. Yeah. No. Uh, it's a good thing. It's the, a good thing. The, question, yeah. the question really is, are you going to be uh, the sports columnist? In 10 years, will I be, this, will I be writing it? When 10 years, when he says, 10 more years, will I be? Right. No, I will not. 100%. Six years from now, be 67. No. Yeah, you, so will you, that'll be interesting. You'll be doing radio, though, I assume, still. You know, as that, long as that's the interesting as long thing. As, I got, as long as I got, you know, Jeffrey to carry me. That is I'll the right well, there. and he'll have to like be the the longer it goes, the more literally he will have to. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, he's gonna be wheeling you out of here, man. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, exactly. Right. Never mind. Yeah, right. <laughs> you were gonna make a joke, were you? <laughs> I was going to make a joke, and then I decided it was inappropriate. That's what, but by the way, that ought to be a lesson to people. Like, That's right. If you're about to say something that is a questionable taste, stop. Yeah. Stop. That's Look right. both ways and say no. And that applies for tweets. It applies for everything. Exactly. I'm going to have to find out. I, I think I know where you were going to go, but I'm going to have to find out off the air. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. Um, okay, so uh, you, success – because I had this conversation right before you came on. Success for me for the next six years, 
I had actually adjusted on the fly because I remembered how bad the league was about to get. So I said four out of six NCAA tournament appearances and one second weekend run would be success, objectively. Because the league is about to be so bad, they're going to start winning 30 games again. <laughs> I mean, they just are. Well, you know, you can cut that. You can slice that either way. The, the league, yes. And that was Bennett. When, when we, I asked Bennett that same question yesterday, he said five out of six because the league's going to stink. But the league stinking can mean two things. One, it can impact your recruiting. It's not necessarily easy to just dominate even a lousy league like they did with Cal. Cal had it rolling, right? But, it, but even Josh went 16-0, and 0, bro. You can't, you can't afford to slip up, though. You cannot afford to slip up if you it's are true, in I mean, that league. And it may be, it may be a freaking one-bid league, and you got to get that bid. You can't ever have a down year. You can't have down games. Well, I mean, if you, if, you run your, if you run the table in you your league, your own tournament, it, it ain't, ain't going to be that yeah. bad, bro. It ain't going to be that. The CUSA would have two, league, two bid leagues. They would have years where, like, Southern Miss would get in there. Or UAB yeah. would get in there. And, and presumably, if you win a whole bunch of games and then you get upset in the tournament, you've had a great down. Yeah, you're getting here, in. You're getting you'll in. You'll still get in, yes. and then they got the team that, you know, some other team will get in, too. But, yes, you, you're going to have to dominate that league. So, but I think, I, I think for, I said four out of six. Go four out of six. We've given you some time to get it going. So go four out of six years. Um, and, but I also think it's absolutely, if he does not get to at least one Sweet 16 over a, 10-year period, that is an unsuccessful run as a Memphis basketball coach. I would, I would, uh, I, championship, I, would I, I would agree with that. I think Penny would tell you that as well. I think Penny would have, like, how could he possibly think? Well, Penny would say if I didn't get to the Final Four, it's a disappointment. But but that's not true. I, 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 don't, want, I don't want to put, like, a specific, you know, because it's hard, dude. It's hard. I mean, there's a reason why only three coaches have done it in the history of the University yeah, of Memphis. but, but... but yeah, oh, no, there's no question. But I, I do like it's funny. Like GP is reluctant to judge you by your postseason because it's so random, and that's true in any given year. Yeah. But over a six-year period, which then is a really a ten-year period of of right. Penny as a head coach, I think it's fair to judge. Well, like, I mean, same I mean, thing. It's, go it's, back it's, to Rick it's, Barnes. It's it's you, no Rick. In the end, when it happens again and again and again, then you do start saying, "Oh, that's not just fluky anymore. That's right. your record." Like Andy Reid for so many years, right? Right. I mean, um, until he, until he and, won one. And, and it'll be interesting because it'll be what, what's the seating situation going to be out of this crappy, crappy, you know, conference that you're in. Well, you it's, it's obviously not going to be worse than nine. I mean, you'll be a seven or a six probably if you dominate. Yep. So, uh, anyway, and then Penny said he's uh, he said on the press conference that he uh, that there's been a lot of noise mm-hmm. about the fact that they don't have shooters. And the players are taking that personally. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I'll tell you why there's been that kind of noise. Because they don't have shooters. Yeah, that's fair. I think the noise is definitely justified. Um, and I, I, I was there. Were you on the call? I was watching on ESPN+. Plus. I, I didn't see you uh, ask a question, so I'm not sure what was going on there. But uh, he, he, he basically said, uh, you know, Kendrick's going to be living in the paint, and, you know, DeAndre's there, so it's going to open up things. So... Uh, I mean, look, I don't. I, I, well, what's he going to say? What's he going to say? Yeah, where we can't hit the broadside of a barn, we're terrible. We, we, we lost our shooting. We we're lost our disaster every single day. You well, know? The, the, that's probably closer to the truth. What's uh, funny is though, is that last year, literally, we talked about this team as one of the greatest shooting teams in the country before they started. Right? 
Like, look at all the shooters they had. They had Tyler, they had Landers, they had Lester, they had Amani, mm-hmm. and, uh, and they couldn't shoot at all. Yeah, they did. They shot okay in the end, but but they're fine. It was not a. It was not some sweet shooting team. No, they 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 comparatively they do not have shooting this year. Uh, you know, Keontae. They did. I, I think losing Emmanuel Acot was a big blow. Right. Um, you know, they had a shooter. <laughs> That's not shooting. <laughs> shooting is not. Well, oh, now they don't. They want the shooting out the door. <laughs> well, Kendrick Davis is a shooter. He never walked in the door. Yes, he is a shooter, but but. He's your That's primary his, ball handler too. That's the problem. Yeah, you don't want your primary. I and I know this uh, from experience. You don't want your primary ball handler to be your best shooter, unless his name well, is well, Steph Alo's Curry. A ball handler. He's not the best shooter. We can say that. So well, Alo's not going to be their primary ball comfort. handler. You keep trying to make that a thing, and it ain't going to be. It's not me making it a thing. It's Alo and Kendrick both making. Well, okay. It a thing. Every again, time I, they speak, they yes, make it a thing. Uh, okay, and then, and then guess what? The games are going to happen, and Ayla's going to be coming off the bench playing 18 minutes a game, maybe maybe less. I mean, so will there, will, there, will there be some minutes shared? Yes, but he will not be the primary ball handler, so you need to stop feeding into that. Cause it's, so it's, I'm, writing a, I'm writing a column right now to change the topic <clears throat> about Tennessee fans in Memphis. Interesting. It, uh, ahead of their big game this weekend. Ahead of their big game. Do you think it's been hard for Tennessee fans in Memphis? Over well, the past two decades. Well, they would tell you it's yes because they ha- they live in Memphis. That's what they would tell you. Because <laughs> they hate Memphis. Yeah, they they would say my life is sucks. I live well, in it's Memphis. Funny, I did get a comment from some Tennessee fan talking about how awful it is, <laughs> right. and he said, and not not to no uh, being a Tennessee fan is he here in Memphis? He said it's been awful. We've been irrelevant is one thing, and he said, and then you know Tennessee fans can't understand why, because this is a guy who grew up rooting for Memphis basketball, and then he went to Tennessee, why I like root for Memphis basketball, or why I live in Memphis for that matter. Right. right? That's a, and and that's, that's the part that you have a hard time getting around. The, the, the Tennessee fans, there's a big, if you drew by Venn diagrams, there is an unfortunately big overlap between Tennessee fans and people who think Memphis is a hellhole. Absolutely. Right? And I take that personally. Now, yes. the, the Tennessee fans in Memphis are not necessarily in that Venn diagram. There are a lot of Tennessee fans in Memphis. So, anyway, so this one Tennessee fan that I'm writing about, did I tell you about her? Yeah, yeah I think She's you did. She has the prosthetic leg. leg. Yeah, she, had, she lost her leg, and she got an orange prosthesis. And wow. you've got to say, John, that's, that's going the extra mile. Don't you think you lose your leg? Yeah, no, it is. And you go in and you get an orange prosthesis. Can't you? I don't think I would make a, a mild joke, but yes. Could you? Well, but let me ask you this. If you lost your arm or leg, would you get a Raiders prosthesis? Uh, you might. Probably, yeah. I mean, if I were to theme it, yeah. If you knew it was a thing. Well, it turns out it's a thing. Like, you can get, I didn't, I, I learned all about this stuff. You can get, you know how, like, people have superhero casts or pink casts or blue casts when they break their arm? Yeah. You can do the same basic thing with a prosthesis. And so you can get it. And it turns out when you get a prosthesis, you need not just one. I always just assumed you had one leg, right? You had that leg and the last you last your whole life. Or maybe you'd need another one in 10 years, right? No. As you don't use your – this woman has – it's a lower knee down. So as she – as her – Upper leg shrinks because she's not using it as much, loses muscle tone, whatever else. She's got to get a new leg each time. She said her, 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 uh, 
new leg could fit inside her old leg because her she needed a smaller leg. So she keeps getting different design Tennessee legs. Wow. And so you can have you get all all kinds of different legs. But anyway, I applaud this woman with her Tennessee leg and I I think that it's been tough for Tennessee fans. And uh, it has been, and, 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 well, and I hope it, they beat Alabama. I hope they beat Alabama. Do you? Do I hope they beat Alabama? I do not. I do not. I because I I don't. <laughs> you I are d- a hater. I you do, are a hater to the bone. I do not think that there is a Tennessee fan out there that is capable of saying nice things about the university or the city of Memphis. And so that's just not true. Well, I've never met one. I've never met one. <laughs> never met one. That is my that is my fundamental position on Nashville. It's not that I hate. Nashville. Oh, Knoxville is way worse, bro. It's that I hate Nashville for the way it looks at Memphis. Knoxville is way worse. I th- there is yes, that's true. But I'm not talking about the fans in not, the people in Knoxville. I understand that, but the, you you, you are one with in you are one with Knoxville though. If you are a Tennessee fan, no, I, I don't think so. I don't think you have to be. You have to crap on Memphis if you're a Tennessee fan. I, I, I've never met – I've never had a pleasant conversation really? with the Tennessee fan about the University of Memphis or the, the – the city of Memphis? I've, I, I have a lot of friends who are SEC fans. I can have great conversations with Ole Miss fans. I can have great conversations with Mississippi State fans. I can have great conversations with Alabama fans. But when it comes to the Tennessee fans, man, they just have this air about them, and it's pungent, and it's just it's disgusting. <laughs> Irreprehensible. Absolutely. I'm, I'm rooting for Tennessee. I am and all not. The Tennessee I am fans not. Find himself. I am not here in Memphis. In many ways, it's a complete pleasure to be here. In Memphis. No, You're let me tell you. Let me tell you what I'm truly rooting for. I am rooting for a, a beatdown of biblical proportions on wow. Saturday. I, I mean, I'm talking about biblical, like the rapture. Okay, that is what I hope. <laughs> okay. And I, and, I, and I like the football. Like, I like the way they play. I mean, I don't – you know, I can say nice things, but I just don't feel like the fan base deserves to hear me say nice things because I don't feel like they reciprocate those they feelings. They respect the city. Yeah. Right. If, if, if I felt like they did – like, I feel like most SEC fan bases, like, they'll have what they say about Memphis or whatever, but, like, they'll say, you know, yeah, cool city. Like, the university's come a long way. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we were, th- we were thinking about, uh, real quick, you know, the UCF space uniforms. You saw those, right? No. Uh, they're having their unveiling. They unveiled their space uniforms tonight okay. for uh, their, you know, their their game against Temple, and they're amazing. Okay, and they're space right. themed, you know, because the U, I guess UCF has right. a big space program. Right. Uh-huh. Me and Brad were talking. We were like, "What can Memphis do? Like an earthquake uniform, or like a uh, like an Egyptian themed uniform? Like what 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 like could Pharaoh, the, what like, could the yeah. University of Memphis do to like spruce up their uniforms? What theme could they roll with?" Thing would be stupid. Okay, we had a whole team. We had camels walking around the field. Sorry, Brad. He has shot that down. Okay, what about earthquake? We have the earthquake center on campus. Yeah, no one really associates the earthquake with Memphis. Okay, well, what do you? What would if you were in charge? What would you do? You you did a really good job of shooting down everybody else's ideas. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. This, this is the this is the problem. This is the problem with America you because you want, you want to, I'd have a shipping container. Yeah, I'd that's great. That's fan. That is really that's going to really get the kids coming in, isn't it? A plane, an airplane, an airplane, a a, 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 a a jumbo freight airplane. It's the University of Memphis, man, not the city. It's about the program. Well, it's basically the express. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that's the problem with our society today. We have a bunch of people who are willing to shoot down <laughs> solutions who offer none <laughs> what in do you return. Want a stupid 
stupid Egyptian things? What are you? What are you I think it'd be kind of cool. I think a, like a you, earthquake. What, what, you want me to suggest an Elvis? What they need to do is an Elvis. That's theme, not a University you know? of Memphis. Have a little fake little. Uh, That'd be Elvis cool. Hair, I'm an alum. On the helmet. I'm an know? alum. I'm talking about things that the university offers on the curriculum. All right. So well, I'm. I'm oh, you're, well. You're they out. have a great. They've got a great speech and hearing center. I put it like a fake <laughs> hearing aid, and they do. They have a great speech and hearing center. Okay. So you gotta have a fake hearing aid in the side of every what? helmet, like you're, a little, you're like a little diagram you're of a hearing idiot. aid. There. You're an absolute the Rudy Scheidt they do. School they have, of no, Music. They have an incredible speech and hearing center. Okay, that'll be great. Speech and hearing night. Thanks, man. Get out of here. See ya. He is Jeff Calkins. Uh, joins us every Thursday here. On the show, we'll come back, wrap it up. Jason and John, 93 FM, ESPN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.